Welcome to Heart Health Radio with board-certified cardiologist and internal medicine specialist, Dr. Franklin Weefall. Heart Health Radio, Heart Health Radio, oh, 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 hearthealthradio.com, Heart Health Radio. Heart Health Radio is meant for information purposes only. Before taking any action, talk to your doctor. Well, I think it's much more than information. I think it's entertainment. It's a fun time, I think. Yeah, it's guests like making. Yeah. We are Heart Health Radio. That would be myself, Dave Alexander, just the radio guy. Uh, also, we have Dr. Franklin Weefall, the cardiologist and internal medicine specialist who graces us with his knowledge every single week. Yeah, and I pay you to say that. Every other week, <laughs> he graces us with snark. Uh, and in studio is Dr. Macon Singletary. Welcome, sir. Thank you. He's uh, it's always great to have you. from what, North Raleigh Periodontics. Yeah. Am I right? North Raleigh Yeah. All right. My my mom had bad periodontal disease. Have you noticed that Asians do more so? Uh, it's it's generalized. Yeah. Really? I've heard Asians have my you know I'm half Asian, so half my upper half has it. My lower half doesn't. <laughs> He's got great mandible health from his Caucasian ancestry. Yes, but is, no, that, is that not true? And my mom had to have like part of her um, gum ripped off. I can remember her lying in bed in such pain. My dad did too. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. he's not from China. I mean, I don't For think all you Asians out there, I'm not being prejudiced. But there are cultural differences. But I, w- wouldn't a lot of things go down to? What you put into your dental health, please. Yeah, just remove the plaque and you're good. All right. Well, the reason why we love to have Macon on the show, number one, he's a great guy. Yeah. Number two, I'd like to emphasize, because where I practice in Smithfield, there's a lot of poor dental health, a lot of poor gum health. And that's because, you know, 30, 40, 50 years ago, there weren't a lot of dentists in Smithfield. And dentistry is expensive for people who are you know, hardworking and and farmers, you know, that are taking care of their families first. So periodontal disease, gum disease, very bad risk factor for coronary disease. And it's primarily, as we've talked about in the show, inflammation, inflammation, inflammation. And you've got chronic disease. Your immune system is fighting this. And it's got all these cytokines. And you can get a mini storm. How about a, a cytokine rainfall? Yeah. That is going to make these plaques, these cholesterol buildups in your arteries, get worse and sometimes pop open and cause a heart attack. So someone like Macon is so essential. And I'd like to say, you know, get periodontal health. And dentist, dental insurance covers periodontal health, right? Yes, it does. Right. All right. Well, today I want to talk about there are new five new uh, recommendations uh, from the Amer- ADA, American Dentistry Association, about periodontal health for the public. And I want to go over those with you. IDB, interdental brushes. Now, that's a term that is new to me. What does that mean? It is, uh, it looks like a pipe cleaner. It goes in between the teeth. And that's, we're supposed to use those now. Yeah. yeah well, different. why didn't anybody tell me? I've been using, I've been flossing. Yeah. I didn't know how to floss till I got to dental school. So, yeah. Well, I heard you didn't go to dentist till dental school. <laughs> I'm from Durham. We use toothpicks, but anyway. <laughs> well, my dad used these things called stimulants. Yeah. Have you ever heard of those? Yeah. Like little, what are they, balsa wood things? Yeah, they are. Yeah. And he would walk around with these stimulants, these like little things sticking yeah. out of his teeth. He's going to have to move to Durham. Yeah. Well, but tell me about, so these are these little, like these little pipe cleaners. Right. And how are we supposed to use those? 
Well, they, they come in little travel sizes. That I've seen can, them. You, know, you can bend or you can yeah. bend them in a handle. But uh, going in between the teeth, the teeth are not perfectly round. Right. They have flutes. Right. So when you floss, you're going to miss those fluted areas. So the proxy brush gets those flutes. Okay, so the recommendation is now not flossing and interdental brushing. Is oh, that no. right? No. You gotta Tell floss. me what the, So you got to do both. Yeah. You gotta floss. How often do you do the interdental brushing? I, you know, it takes twenty four hours for the bad guys to grow. So I tell patients, mine grow real quick. <laughs> well, every time you eat, it grows fast for thirty minutes. The uh-huh. plaque grows. Okay. The thicker the plaque, the bad guys grow. So if you do it good once a day, you're cool. All right. Now they talk about periimplantitis. Okay, that's another thing that we've got to be careful about. What is that? Well, if you lose a tooth for whatever reason, you know we're putting implants in. Periimplantitis is periodontitis or periodontal disease around an implant. But is it caused by the implant or no. just no? It's caused by bacteria growing around the implant. When people put implants in, they think since it's titanium or zirconium, they uh, they don't have to brush and floss it. Or yeah. Or, so in other words, you got to treat them like regular teeth. Exactly. Okay. And people get the implants, they think, hey, I'm done. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, here's your public campaign. I mean, this is why we put them on here. The ADA has said we need public campaigns for gum health. So here is our public campaign. And have you seen? I haven't seen them on TV. I mean, yeah. It's the number one health problem in the world. Yeah, I guess so. Number All right, next is don't I – mean, have you seen those commercials for the rinses, you know, mm-hmm. helping your teeth and gums and stuff? They say that's not enough, Okay. They, you got to go get professional advice. So the question is, would you recommend everybody visit a periodontist at least once? Uh, yes. Yeah. Definitely. At least once. I've never been. To, to have a, you been to a periodontist? Periodontist? Yeah. No, I've been to a dentist. Right. What's, so the, should, what's the difference, doctor? Well, years of training and years of understanding the medical aspect of gum disease, you know, the systemic aspect of it. Anybody can diagnose it. It's true. And if you go to your general dentist, they should take a probe out and evaluate the teeth. Right. And, um, and not that they can't treat it. They can. You know, but it's being diagnosed. you got to have somebody actually check it. And generally, the dental hygienist will do okay. that. Okay. So, so there's an internal medicine specialist. There's a family physician. Yeah. And then there's a cardiologist. So you go to the cardiologist when the internal medicine specialist suspects you need specialized cardiac care yeah but i have a lot of people come to see me just for a cardiac checkup they bypass the the bypasser well that makes sense because they already know they have an yeah. issue so should they call you sure. if they suspect yeah and, and then not you, just go through the dentist yeah well they they can call me and what happens is when i do an exam i say hey this is your diagnosis this is your prognosis this is your treatment plan and if they need fill-ins and restorations i'll send them to the to the general dentist to okay. get that done all right Sounds good to me. You also do not only the whole cleaning and you know the the whole typical maintenance, but you also do dental implants. Am I correct? Yes. I didn't know that. Is yeah. I thought you were a gum dude. Yeah. Yep. Oh it's, no, it's, no, it's part of my part territory. Of whole, yeah, because when the gums, when your teeth is gone, your tooth is gone. You know that's what you know. Johnston County, they invented the tooth. Rush, <laughs> you know, does that you get the joke? What they invented the tooth, tooth, br- oh, no, 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 don't, don't say anyway. That. All right, next <laughs> they talk about doing cultures of yes. the infection, yeah, okay. Do you do that? I don't culture, isn't it helpful? I mean, knowing what the bacteria is and 
what they, I guess you don't use oral antibiotics, or do you? Oh, ever yeah, use oh it? yeah, yeah. You can. The reason why you don't culture is you do DNA analysis, which is a little bit more complicated, because the bacteria that causes periodontal disease doesn't like oxygen. So by the time you take it from the mouth to the culture plate, it dies. You can't culture it. All right, but clindamycin then. That's is that good, the big one you use? What other antibiotics do you use? Doxycycline or tetracycline. Okay. All right. You don't use regular old amoxicillin, It right? can. If that has some. Okay. For you out there, anaerobic versus aerobic. Okay. You'll hear that. Anaerobic means the bacteria don't like oxygen. They like to live in the like a mushroom, deep, dark, you know, no oxygen. Yeah. Although, have you seen all the mushrooms that are out now? Yes, I yeah, have. Anyway. And then so aerobic means they have to have oxygen. Right. So in these crevices... It's anaerobic, if you hear that. Okay. The last thing is, okay, clean my tongue? Yeah. I mean, this, you know those things, those rakes you're supposed to put on your tongue? Is that what you recommend? Because the ADA now says for periodontal health, clean your tongue. Yeah. I believe in the KISS principle. Keep it simple. Take your toothbrush, ultra yeah. soft brush, in front, well, back, what, side to side. Why not use a hard one and, you know, get yourself going? Yeah. <laughs> you know? I don't want to hurt yourself. So. <laughs> oh, your no. I... Bleed? Listen, I always, you know, a lot of people are like me. When they're they're focused on buying a new toothbrush, yeah. say, well, I really need, you know, I want my teeth whiter. So this one says it's going to get my teeth whiter. And it's hard as rock. Yeah. yeah. It's great rust off nails. You don't be- yeah. uh, believe in that. Now, yeah. I use an Oral-B spinning electric that also has a little thing going back and forth. Yeah. And it, it has a red light when I'm pushing too hard. Right. Is that a good thing to do? Is yeah, that a good toothbrush? That's, that's good. But I, I floss. Ultra, I haven't been doing the little pipe cleaner thing yet. Yeah, if you're flossing using that, you're good. But ultra soft. You want the softest bristle yeah. you can get. That's e. My mom used to give us these toothbrushes that were like steel yeah. rods. Oh, yeah. What was that all about? Uh, that's Hey, look. I was eight years old, and the dentist gave me one to scrape rust off nails, and I'm surprised I got gum on my teeth because I wasn't <laughs> not going back. I've got, re- I've got receding gums in the side. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's because my yeah. mom taught me to do that when I was a kid with in, a hard brush. In the early 80s, maybe late 70s, there was this polish, and they sold it with a toothbrush, and it had grit on it. Yeah. Oh, and they I know. pulled it, it from pumice. the market. Pumice. All right, one other question. I have a friend who's got a beautiful smile, and the gums are red. Mm-hmm. You know, from, from where the – is that a sign of periodontal disease? Yes. Okay. Yes. And, but and it spreads all the way up because I'm telling you, it's from not it's not just around, you know, the, where the tooth meets the gum. It's right. all the way up. Yeah, it can, it can be periodontal disease, or it could be something like, uh, like implantis or something that okay. we talked about. Earlier. Yeah, that's in case you don't know, that's a autoimmune type disease. You get it in the skin, and you get it in the teeth. Well, listen, periodontal disease, one of the biggest risk factors. I think it should go along with smoking and diabetes. Mm-hmm. Is because of the chronic inflammation. That's our bugaboo. And it can lead to severe heart disease. And so get it checked out. You only need to remember a couple of things. Because if you search for Singletary and Perio, I'll bet you Google will find you yeah. right fast. Oh, yeah. But the practice is what and where? It's North Raleigh Periodontics. And we're on... Balls and News Rose, 7805. Well, I, I found him once. I, I Googled making the gum guy. It worked. Yeah, good job. Making the gum guy. Yeah. No, and, gum and, now, and now I know. <laughs> implant special. It's like cardiovascular, board certified cardiology, yeah. and internal medicine special. I'm both deadly afraid 
and in need of implants. Maybe someday. Oh, oh, smile. Look, on, no, no, I'm not going to smile in front of the doctor. <laughs> this is the thing I'm not going to. Does it look good? Yeah, awesome. He's great. I got. There's the old expression, long in the teeth. Okay? That's because of the receding guns, right? It means you got wisdom, I guess. I got, well, I got some wisdom there. I got all there. four taken out at one time. I got some Megan, wisdom on the thank front. Thank you so much. We'll have thank you back. You. Thank you. If you need dental implants, crown lengthening, root coverage, gum grafting options, airflow therapy, or bone grafts. Really? Bone grafts? What? Mm-hmm. Where do you take the bone from? Uh, we have cadaver bone, synthetic bone. I don't want some guy in the office. Bone. No Horse, other guy's cows. bone is going in my mouth. <laughs> Previous <Road> patients, <laughs> no way. <laughs> Would you have somebody else's bone put in your mouth? Whatever it takes. Oh Lord! All right, this is Heart Health Radio. Macon Singletary is again at North Raleigh Periodontics. Thank you, sir, for coming by. Yeah, thank you. This is Heart Health Radio and the Heart Health Radio Network. Heart Health Radio. This is Heart Health Radio and the telephone number is 919-860-9783. 919-860-9783. I'm Dave Alexander. He is Dr. Franklin Weefold. Sorry, I stumbled over your name. Doctor yeah, tough name. Dr. Franklin Weefold who is no fan of the British system of government and, and uh, well, why do you medical speak, in government. In my opinion, again, this is my opinion. Yes. I haven't done a study. But if you look at the death rate in England being 14 15% at one time, and then ours never got above 6 This is you're talking now. about COVID. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. And, you know, you look at it, and it's rationed health care no matter what you say. Now, I have a lot of people who are in their 90s. I have a lot of people in their hundreds. And they don't deserve just to fall over dead if they get sick. And the concept is in a socialized medical system is that the quote-unquote money should go to those who would most benefit. Yes. The problem is they don't look at the chain of benefit. Now, what do old people do? They don't do anything. They don't pay taxes. I don't care if they don't pay taxes. What they do is serve as examples mm-hmm. and, and wells of wisdom for the grandkids. Right. And, and how many families, I mean, have a situation where the kids are really close to their grandparents and their great-grandparents? Yeah, but when, as a society, we start saying, well, who's productive and who's not? Right. That is when you have stepped not onto the slippery slope, you have Checked out. You and, have and stepped over the line. Who sets the age limit? Right. And in England, it's basically 75. I intend to be unproductive for a long time, <laughs> for a very long but time. that's the point. Once I stop being yeah. productive. Who says what's productive, <laughs> what's valuable, and what's not? There's a young fellow in the Yeah, this is the, the whole UK. point. Hall of shame. So, in England, uh, the COVID thing happened and they stopped treating cancer patients and so this guy had a curable cancer right uh well let's put it this way no treatable he had a treatable cancer that may have led to a cure and adrian rogers 46 years old father husband future grandfather right they let him die he's is he terminal is that where we are oh he's passed away yeah and so 
You know, I think that we overreacted uh, both in England and here in the United States. And people who had serious illnesses that should have and could have been treated. Now, you could say we didn't know how we could do the things to prevent the spread of COVID in a system that did cancer chemotherapy. And the answer is, yeah, we kind of did. And you know who we could have learned it from is the Taiwanese. Mm -hmm. I keep going back to Taiwan. But they did it. 33 million people, a handful of deaths, and they controlled the cases. And we could do that. We could do it now. Mm -hmm. And I am um, all for it. Lee in Chapel Hill, thank you very much for calling. How you doing, Lee? Okay, Dave, uh, Dr. Weevil. Yeah, what can we do for you? This is short and sweet. Yeah. Kamala Harris and Nancy Pelosi has blamed Trump for the COVID-19 deaths in this country. What do you think about that? Give me your honest opinion, please. Wow. be glad to hang up and listen to you on the radio. Well, thank you. Are you clairvoyant? No, he's not. Oh, he's, I think he's clairvoyant. No, he's from. I think he. No. We talked to him before. He's Presbyterian. I know. Well, her name is Claire Voyant. <laughs> now, anyway, the bottom line is this is what we're going to talk about in the show today. Yeah. And everybody on the political arena now, everyone in the political arena is arguing, arguing and arguing and arguing. And hindsight is certainly 2020, but in this case, it's 25. You know what I mean is, yeah. They they say they are knowing that Trump blew it. I mean, Pelosi even said he had blood on his hands. Uh. Let's go back and and look at the progression of this. And do we have time now, or is this going to be something in the in the show coming on? Well, I, we've got about a minute and a half. Right. There's hit, certainly not enough preview time. It. But yeah, we're going to go back to January. We're yeah. going to go back to February. We're going to go back to March because people have forgotten. You know, listen to the experts. Trump should have. He did. And we're going to show you how he did. Um, Trump even went beyond what the experts said, and it was a lifesaver. And Biden, okay, I mean, if you love Biden, that's fine. I'm not saying he's a bad person. I'm not saying Biden's a bad person. But he went against what Trump wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And now he's claiming that he knew what to do at the same time. And it's crazy. It's crazy. So we'll go through this. And and we're also going to talk about a left-winger that is being blamed. Cuomo is being blamed, the governor of New York, for the nursing home deaths. And I'm going to say that's not right either. I'm going to argue with you. Okay. Loudly I, during the commercials. Then I'll get done. No, I'll be no. Done, I want you, you know. to argue. Because, listen, the exchange of ideas. <laughs> I mean, okay. the bottom line is I don't think Cuomo should be held accountable for the nursing home deaths because – Okay. What the experts said. We're also going to talk about a lot of other things. I want to ask about salt and sugar, why they're so bad. That's on today's Heart Health Radio. Now back to Heart Health. Have a question for Dr. Weefald? Call 919-860-9783. And if you call, we'll stop everything else. We'll stop everything. And we'll go to the phone call because the patient is first here. Even if you're not technically a patient right now. You know, you're just a person who loves the radio show and called in. I would what? consider the listeners as patients. No, I, no, you don't no, want to no, step into that. No, oh, yeah, okay. You don't have to treat a patient. 
You I'm don't? talking about a generic term. Okay. Everybody is not my patient. That's not what I was trying to say. Right. Everybody's a potential patient. Sure. And I think that's an important thing to know. Even if you feel healthy, you should consider yourself a patient who's in need of health information uh-huh. and, if necessary, health care. All right. All right. I will tell you right now, uh, speak to your doctor. Talk to your doctor before you consider changing the radio station. Right. 919-860-9783 is our telephone number. I'll give you our call anytime number uh, in just a little bit. And we're going to talk to a fellow from uh, Greenville in just a bit. I mentioned salt and sugar, which off the air got us into a conversation about the fact that I do have high blood pressure and I'm on something called lisinopril. Lisinopril. Lisinopril? Right. Really? Yeah. And okay. the, the thing is, all these drugs have names that are difficult to pronounce, and I've never figured out why. But lisinopril is, remember Prinaville? You, you know who um, uh, Cal Ripken Jr. is? Yeah. He used to take it and he used to advertise it. So what are these drugs? Lisinopril was the second or third generation ACE, A-C-E inhibitor. Mm-hmm. Now, you've heard about ACE from COVID. We're not going to talk about that, the receptor and COVID and all that stuff. But what is an ACE inhibitor? Angiotensin-converting enzyme in the lung and other tissues. It takes a medicine called angiotensin-1, not a medicine, I'm sorry, a, a protein, a hormone in your bloodstream that constricts arteries. And angiotensin-1 constricts it a little bit. Then this, this thing in your body, this receptor, grabs a hold of it and turns it into angiotensin-2. Yeah. That's a potent vasoconstrictor. So what does that mean? Your arteries constrict and the blood pressure goes up. So the first one, and I was there in the beginning, Captopril, Capitan. The problem yeah. is you had to take it four times a day. It worked. Okay? So it did. when you relax these arteries... Your blood pressure goes down. Now, what else is it good for? I don't know. Heart failure. Okay. Because when your heart is not pumping strong, if the arteries are constricted, it's hard to push against those constricted arteries. It relaxes the arteries and allows the heart to pump out. And often, in patients who have congestive heart failure, it actually raises their blood pressure because the heart pumps. So, lisinopril used to be called Prinavil. Prinavil is the brand name. And Zestro was the other name. Now, sometimes they're hooked up with a gentle diuretic. So that would be Lisinopril 8-CT, hydrochlorothiazide. Yeah. Excellent drug. Now, what's the side effect? The number one side effect is something called a cough. So yeah. if you're on Lisinopril yeah. and you've got a, <coughs> a little okay. hacking cough, ask your doctor. Because often they'll forget, and I've forgotten, that if yeah. you stop that medication, it works. Now, there are plenty of other ACE inhibitors um, and and I'm not going to go into them now. That's fine. But lisinopril is the baseline because it's you're, once a day, long acting. And you're telling me the salt is not necessarily bad if it's bad if you got high blood pressure. For, so for me, it's bad. Right. It's bad if you have um, uh, heart failure. But remember, if you go whole hog and stop it completely, you're going to get sick. Two grams. Now, how much is two grams? I can't tell you right now. But two grams is not much salt. Okay. I think a gram is about the weight of a paper clip. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. But salt in the shaker is not the problem. Salt in your food. Right. Bacon. And it doesn't matter if it's chicken bacon or turkey bacon. It's bacon. Bacon is bacon. Cured. Sodium nitrate. Sodium. 
is what you got. Now, people don't realize a biscuit has got salt in it. Oh, my gosh. I know the biscuits have salt on it. Because of I go to some place. soda. Oh, my gosh. To no. make it rise. Yeah, but, the, but, but there is at least one place where the bacon, or sorry, the biscuits are so buttery and salty yeah. that it's so, so good. good. It is so good. Yeah. Anything from the drive-thru that tastes good, probably going to be bad for you. Yeah, right. Okay, so let's talk about the thing you promised. Yeah. First of all, we've got Dr. Fauci from early in the year. Dr. Fauci from early in the year talking about masks. Right now in the United States, people should not be walking around with masks. You're sure of it? Because people are listening really closely to this. Right now, people should not be walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. Okay. That was very early in the year. That's in February. No, I'm sorry, March. That's okay. even when people were dropping dead in New York. Now, why did he say that? Because uh, the general concept was that the mask wouldn't protect you, okay? Yeah. The mask protect them from you, not you from them, because it gets around the side. Uh-huh. Taiwan, what did they do? They masked everybody up. And you know why everybody did it? Because they're Confucianists. Now, what does that mean? They obey authority. Okay. And they isolated people who had tested positive. They had three, no, a handful of deaths. So Fauci was the expert. And he said no masks. Except that several months later, he said this. Getting back to your first question, which was what about a month or so or two or three ago when people were saying you don't really need to wear a mask? Well, the reason for that is that we were concerned, the public health community, and many people were saying this, were concerned that it was at a time when personal protective equipment, including the N95 masks and the surgical masks, were in very short supply. And we wanted to make sure that the people, namely the healthcare workers, who were brave enough to put themselves in harm ways to take care of people who you know were infected with the coronavirus, and the danger of them getting infected. We did not want them to be without the equipment that they needed. Now, this is, it's a long answer to a short question. Why did you say for us not to get masks? And the answer is because we wanted the nurses and doctors to have them. Okay, but that's still a lie. And I'm going to call a lie right. a lie. I agree. I mean, the bot, did you see him at the at the uh, Washington Nationals? Team? I didn't. He had a Washington National. Oh, yeah. Cloth mask. Yeah. What could he have done? He could have said, in Taiwan, they're all wearing masks. They got a very low infectivity rate. They yeah. got a very low death rate because everybody's wearing a mask. Right. Go make yourself a mask. And here's how you do it. Go on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, and, you know, the ladies in the churches in Smithfield gave me 350 masks. But they did it on a delayed basis because eventually yeah. we manufactured enough masks or bought and stole them. That we could give them to the doctors. But he should have because he knew. He knew. Right. That okay. masks were going to be helpful. And you didn't have to steal it from a doctor. You didn't have to steal. Oh, my patients stole all my masks. Did they? Yeah. Uh, well. Uh, but the bottom line is he could have said, make your own mask. You now, know? let me, let me ask you right now. Let me ask you right now. There, there is some political hay being made on political ads that are local. Right. For a statewide office, I'm not going to mention who's doing it. Mention. Okay. It's a pack that – it's a group that is against 
the uh, lieutenant governor, Dan Forrest, who is running for governor. So it's s- somewhat in support of Governor okay. Cooper's campaign right. saying that Dan Forrest is being uh, reckless because he's holding meetings and people aren't wearing masks. And Dan Forrest has said some things along the lines yeah. of, you don't always need a mask. The problem today is that we had so much information in the beginning yeah. that was contradicted later on. Mm-hmm. And people say, wait a minute, mask, no mask. Uh, the guy says a mask. Now the guy tells me he's lying to me yeah. and that you should have worn a mask, but I didn't want you to take it from a doctor. And so there's a lot of misinformation. Now, you and I are six feet apart. You yeah. and I are six feet apart. Okay. I'm not going to wear a mask when I'm talking to you, Dave. Now, when I'm in my office... Yes. And I'm next to a patient examining him or her. I'm on a, I got I mask up, yep. and they mask up. Yep. Um, and and why? Because it reduces the chance of the spread of infection. Now I test myself very frequently. Mm-hmm. I'm negatory, good buddy. Good for you. And so you know I could say, well, I'm negative. Not necessarily. I could have caught it yesterday. You know. Yeah. Wear the mask. No. Do I wear it jogging? No. Do I wear it walking my dog? No. Do I wear it like I've seen some people sitting in their car by themselves driving around a mask? Totally unnecessary. Macon Singleton came Singletary. from his, Singletary. Yes. I'm a singleton. That means a single fetus. Mason Singletary came to the office. I met him outside. I mean, the studio. He's wearing a mask. I said, take it off. You don't need it. We're six more than six feet apart. Uh-huh. You're outside. Yeah. And and so, you know, the bottom line is you don't need to wear a mask all the time. And it it's just craziness how they're politicizing this, and it's driving me insane. Crazy yeah. Eddie. Okay. You know? So my recommendation is mask. Okay. We go through this. Mask, no mask. You said mask. In six, when you can't six foot. So we yeah. can't no guarantee six foot distancing. Stores. Yeah. Restaurants when you're walking in and standing in line. And the grocery store. The grocery store, for sure. How many times have you bumped into somebody at the grocery store? Especially if you go to, um, uh, what's that called, that new place? Oh, yeah, Wegmans. Wegmans. Yeah, 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 the New Yorkers are going to bust you. Th- just push you aside. <laughs> you know? They're trying to get to the grandma's baked beans, and they are trying to get to uh, the uh, Hoffman hot dogs. I got Rufus on the line. Rufus, thank you. He's, he's from Greenville, North Carolina. He's listening to us. On Talk 96.3 and 103.7. How you doing, Rufus? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing? Good. Rufus has got a theory, okay. Dr. Weefold, about when exactly our world is going to con- return to normal. Tell Rufus, me. Rufus, I is need it, to know. When is the world going to return to normal? I got to know. I really do think it's going to be after election. <laughs> now, I said this. I'm not a genius, but i tell you what. You ain't got to be a rocket science to see what's going on and know about what's going on. Yep. I think and what's going to happen. If Biden's elected, for sure, for sure. Oh, I'm man. elected the next day I cured coronavirus. If Trump is reelected, it's like the dark days are coming and we're all going to die. And have you noticed that? Everything that comes out. That's promoted by the Democrats is that comes with health or environment oh is vote for us or you're going to die, you know, and it's craziness. Now, if you look at the statistics and we haven't been doing COVID statistics lately, but that second huge, you know, bump, it's on the way down already. OK, the number of cases every day are going down. So, Rufus, you may be correct. 
it may go away by election day because it's going away. You know, well, I don't me, know. Let me ask Rufus. Rufus, how's your overall health? How you feeling these days? I'm pretty good. Thanks God. I'm 59 years old. I tried to work out. I probably bent press somewhere close to 400, 350, 400. Wow. So you could pick me up and throw me across the room. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I am a football coach. Oh, real at ECU, so North Carolina. Awesome. I'm thinking that, you know, with the high school season, I think it starts, I think they give you clearance one day after the election. I think the election on the 10th, I think, (laughs) and they open up high school athletics. I I do believe open up on the 11th. Now, are you guys practicing? We're doing, uh, uh, you know, just probably more uh, conditioning and that kind of thing. We have to keep our social distancing and – we got to, you know, go by the guideline that yeah. but we are practicing now. We don't have probably all the kids are not out yet, but we have a pretty big number out there. The children ready to get out. They ready to get out of the house and do something and be yeah. about their lives. Amen. Yeah. Hey, I gotta ask you per- I gotta ask you a personal question. Now. Rufus, I gotta ask you a personal question. Are you, the world is divided into Notre Dame haters and Notre Dame <laughs> lovers. What are you? A hater or a lover of Notre Dame? A hater or a lover of Notre Dame. Yeah. Um, I think Notre Dame is all right. I, mean, <laughs> I don't hate them or love them. I mean, you know. Okay. All right. So I'm you're a, a you're a meh. I like Clemson. Yeah. Well, I used Clemson. to be one of the team physicians for Notre Dame, and I still follow Notre Dame. And but uh, are you big? You must be an East Carolina fan, right? Oh yeah, I'm an East Carolina fan. We have matter of fact, from I coach at Conley, and the quarterback Hope Anglers. He came he came from Conley and CJ. Uh huh. And I, I don't know, we might got another one or two up there, but we uh, they picked up a, a few of our kids. All right. Well, if Notre Dame ever plays ECU in a bowl game, I'm, I got your number, Rufus. So yep. I'm going to call you, and we're going to go, okay? All right, my man. You take care. Y'all have a blessed day. You too. All right. Thank you, Rufus. Now, do I have time to make a comment? I you love do. the yes, source quickly, of names. Yeah. So Franklin, you know what a Franklin was? What? In England, a Franklin was a magistrate. Okay? That's an cool. old English term. Rufus. Yeah. Rufus is a old English word. It's the old English word for the king. So if you were a Rufus, you were a king. king. Now, 1066, you know that? They got invaded by the Normans. The Normans had a French Latin-based language. Okay. Rex. Yeah. Rex became the king. Oh, very interesting. If you want to join us, there are two ways to do it because there are two telephone numbers. 919-860-9783. That's 919-860-9783. If you're listening to this radio program any time other than a few minutes before one, like if you're listening on a Sunday or if you're listening 2 o'clock in the afternoon, you got to go ahead and call this number, 919-745-7422, 919-745-7422, or just go to hearthealthradio.com. You know you make me wanna Show. kick my heels up and Show. throw my hands up and Show. throw my head back and Show. come on now, don't forget to say This is Heart Health Radio. I'm going to shout out somebody who wasn't even on the show. Rose Hoban of North Carolina All right, Health she's News. she's a shout out today. Rose, <laughs> if you're listening, I really, you know, her being on the show is yeah. really great. Her website <laughs> is really great. Give her a shout out for her website. All right, it's NorthCarolinaHealthNews.org. I'm going to show. Oh, I'm going to show Doctor Weefald 
the text she just sent me. She called up earlier and said, you know, I can't be on the show. Or would you want me on the show? I'll come off the beach, et cetera, et cetera, because I'm on vacation. And I, I said, did no. it from the beach two weeks yeah, ago. I know, but it's your show. Your name's on the door. Here's the text she sent me. Lord have she mercy. sent me pictures of Foot her health. feet, her Foot feet health. in the sand. Yeah. Um, we are on Heart Health Radio every single week at this time. Please go to hearthealthradio.org, like I said, to visit this show. Talk about COVID testing guidelines because yeah. they changed. Well, this is the, you know, we talked about before where people are adamant about not wearing a mask and yeah. you ask them, they say, well, they said not to wear a mask, then they said wear a mask. Same thing. Why did they even do this? And the COVID-19 guidelines are to test people who are exposed. I tested my daughter. I tested my ex-wife. Good for you. And, you know, they were exposed. Or, no, the daughter was exposed at school. And I tell you, Cardinal Gibbons is handling it extremely well. They're doing great. And nobody in school has gotten it. Um, they had a few positives, and they isolated them. They did all this stuff. They're doing it right. Test yourself. It can't hurt. I mean, it goes down your nose. And wiggle it around a little bit. Don't do the rapid test. I mean, you might as well forget about whether that's accurate or not. You okay? say test yourself. Can I buy some sort of test? No, go to the doc. Now, if if you want to, call my office. Um, we will set it up. You come out to the parking lot. I look like a spaceman. I come out and I do your test. You stay in the car. It's right. not pleasant. But the CDC now is backing off and say, yeah, well, you know, testing. And then here's the thing that ticks me off. They asked Fauci, why did you say not the test? I was under anesthesia. (laughs) Come on. That's the best alibi ever. You're telling me that when the CDC changed their testing guidelines. And they had to be talking about that for days. Fauci was under anesthesia. For a week. For a whole week, he was under anesthesia. Okay. Charlie in Willow Springs. Charlie, I'm so glad you called us up. What can can we do for you? Uh, yeah, I just heard your uh, little blurb about uh, wearing masks. Yes. And uh, I'm an old retired guy, mild emphysema. But I've worked in uh, facilities where they made lead acid batteries. Oh, yes. Yeah. You, were, you, were you exposed or diagnosed for exposure? Well, I was doing engineering controls. So what we had to do, hard hat. Safety glasses, yes. masks, yes. gloves, and depending where you went, you had to put on coveralls. Yes. And uh, I also worked in foundries, which is silicosis. Yes. So from from the time COVID started, I was wearing masks, gloves, and safety glasses. Great. This is while you're at work? No. At home? No, well, walking around? Yeah. Good. Yeah, the the problem was the whole planet was contaminated. So the idea of not wearing a mask, I couldn't believe it when I heard that from yeah. Fauci. Um, are you getting an N95? Uh, that's the mask that protects you from them? Uh, no, no. Okay. Just the first I was using particulate mask. Yeah. Now I have cloth mask. Okay. Well, let me tell you, um, if you have emphysema or anybody has emphysema, I do recommend an N95 mask. You can get them. They're more expensive. They're a little bit more expensive. Um, uh-huh. But that will protect you from them, whereas the uh, regular mask that we wear, the cloth mask, they protect you a little bit, but that's mainly to protect you from expectorating um, particles so that they get to them. And so 
Uh, it's interesting. Are you on? Let me ask you a question. Are you on an inhaled steroid like uh, Advair or anything like that? Uh, no, no. My emphysema is just barely okay. there. Well, here's yeah. the interesting thing. Yeah, I've had, had six patients a year yeah. ago, and it was it was yeah, you might you might not type of thing. Yeah. Well, I have so. about six patients who got COVID who had emphysema, and this again is yeah. not scientifically proven, but they were on a medicine called um, Trelogy, which is a very potent inhaled steroid and two other medications. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They got no yeah. symptoms. I mean, and they had bad lung disease that could have had severe inflammation. And they, you know, other people with bad lung disease have died from this and, and they had no symptoms. It was pretty amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I heard you talking about lisinopril too. I'm on that. Too. Great. It's a great yeah. drug, isn't it? Yeah. Charlie, you know, thank you. You know, <laughs> I'm not big on any kind of drug, <laughs> frankly, but. I don't blame him. Thank have you, Charlie. Appreciate yeah. you calling. Mike, you're on the radio with Dr. Franklin Weefald. How you doing? Hey, uh, uh, doing well and appreciate your show. Good. Um, I Thank think you. you talked about this a little bit earlier. I, I just tuned in maybe 30 minutes ago. Oh, that's ago. okay. I heard you talking about lisinopril. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm on like um, lisinopril, um, nicetapine, and another drug called, I believe, spironolactone. Spironolactone, yes. Yeah. Do you so have just is, blood pressure or heart failure? Well, it was um, it was hypertension for a number of years, and uh, my doctor was just uh, you know puzzled why you know my my blood pressure wasn't going down. Uh, <clears throat> I'm pretty athletic, so you know I didn't appear to be you know I'm not overweight or anything like that. But right. when they did a did a heart scan, um, they did find some significant blockage. Oh wow. And so, you know, my heart specialist um, uh, put me on these three drugs to lower the the blood pressure. Right. And, you know, I've I've had the echocardiogram and a few things. I've something called like a nuclear cardiogram. Mike, we're and, closing in on one minute left in the show. Actually, less okay. than that. Do you have a okay, quick question? Quick. Yeah, I since I've been taking those when I'm running or jogging, um, I have like burning pain or burning sensation in my feet that I never had before. In your feet? And I just wondered if any of those could be contributing to that. Yes, burning in his feet. Well, it could be, especially because of the spironolactone and the lisinopril together. Get your blood tested. Um, potassium can go up. Kidney function can go down on that combination. And it could also have, it can also induce what's called a neuropathy which is a messing up of your nerve cells. All right. Mike, talk to your doctor. And, and, and to everybody who listened to today's show, please talk to your doctor before you change anything. Call back again. We'll we see you next week on Heart Health Radio. Heart Health Radio is for information purposes only. Before taking any action, consult your doctor.